have a new UCSS guest. This is Zach Jackson from The Athletic, who's joining us now via the Gridiron Guys hotline. Zach, sorry for the extra uh, minute delay there, but Leroy and Tyvis, they can't get out of here. Hold on. Give well, a little Ohio State, Michigan back and forth. You ain't, you ain't got no ties to the team up north, do you, Zach? No, not at all. Oh, not at all. You are you, you, my boy. You Zach, my boy. You <laughs> I'm not. I just, I, frankly, guys, training camp is a grind, and when you're covering this Watson thing, I'm in the twilight zone every day. So I grabbed the first available shirt. Okay. and really didn't okay. even realize it was a young style shirt <laughs> until I sat down and looked at my stuff. Zach, man, let me. I mean, this Washington thing. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I don't really got no more bandwidth than one or too much. Um, at this point, Goodell comes out. Um, are we supposed to believe that uh, this this thing with Harvey is going to be anything other than what we think it is? They're going to come out, give them the year, and the, the Players Association to go to court against it. Is there anything new in this? I have zero reason to think otherwise, Garrett. I think you're right there. I think there's a possibility of a settlement with a lot of conditions that possibly allows him to come back for December this year. But I think if you not even read through the lines, just look at what Roger Goodell said yesterday. Uh, we're just waiting on the announcement of a one-year suspension, you know, barring a total change. And Zach, I, I, and I, I say this, you know, is just what he put out in the ethos yesterday, just what he put out there should have the union up in arms because you just want some fairness in the process. And if, you, if it's fair and it plays out the way it plays out, it just plays out. Mm -hmm. but, but he's stacking the deck against you already. And there's nobody that seems to be pushing back. And they're stuck on this 12 game because the 12 game, this is the killer. The 12 game, they do not want him to go to Houston. No memo to the NFL. If it's not this year, he's going to Houston next year. The same people going to be waiting for him in Houston. So you might as well get it over with. Yeah, Brad, I mean, I just think the Players Association signed off on this, you know, and, and I think a lot of kind of the waiting game from the outside and the mystery of this has been this is the first time that there's been a case go through this system that was collectively bargained two years ago. But the Players Association signed off on a process where the last word goes to the commissioner or his designee. So they really signed up for this. And the one thing that struck me is that she found him guilty of these multiple counts and only suspended him for six games. And so I was zero bit surprised to see Roger Goodell come in and say, yeah, we have these four things heavy enough. And uh, again, we're, we're all just waiting. So, you know, as it relates to the Browns this week and them flying about four hours from now to Jacksonville, you'd like to know. And every day you would like to know as you go through practice where he's the first in every line, a quarterback, the first in every huddle. Uh, we're getting closer and closer. I think, it's a it's a month from tomorrow. Um, it's inside five weeks, and the Browns play a real game, and so you, you need to get ready. I really don't think I think much training camp has been as usual. I think the guys have enough on their plates. I think yeah. the coaches are doing a good job. Well, let me let me say this as we get as we get Zach back on. One of the problems is that they're going to argue here, and right, he's Zach's absolutely absolutely correct. Players Association ultimately signed off on this deal. Right, and that's what's going to come back to bite them. Mm -hmm. the, the, the thing that they do have to their to their advantage is now I won't say to their advantage. They're gonna if they don't take the first plane smoking to Delaware, Delaware, or any other favorable position, just to get in court. The two things that they can argue is the notice, the lack of notice, and the pack past practice. 
Right? That's what they can argue. Well, I'm actually exactly when it comes back, back to the CB collective bargaining. For, for me, like I, I don't under no because of the lack of notice and and the past practice is basic labor law. We're not into the CBA, right? You 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 going about are you going against the the labor laws of this country? Well, right? the, the labor laws also say he innocent that, that that if you got this and I keep I I don't understand how you people keep skimming over this if. If I'm named, if, if the Texans are named in a lawsuit, and that's where I was about to go, like how can how can you have two people named in the same lawsuit when you do collectively bargain something? That's a contract. You are in breach of contract if you do not have fair and right standards. And I'd say this: they never even gave craft. They never even gave craft an investigation. They never even investigated some of Jerry Jones's stuff. So my thing is, if you are listening in that contract and I'm listening in the contract, and I, I think everybody can understand this. If I go over to work and yeah. we are part of a union and you fire Tyvis for being late, but then I come in late and I don't get fired. Matter of fact, I get a reward. Matter of fact, I get a raise. This for treatment. I can go to you and say, I want to see the records of how you handled Tyvis's situation. Did you talk to him? Did you call him on the phone? Did you figure it out? I want to know how it was because what I can do is then I can say we are the same under the collectively bargained agreement and you have to treat us the same. So if there is no investigation for the Texans, I'm confused how any judge, no matter what the collective bargaining agreement says, how could you say that is you are you, you you not under contract you're arguing right? desperate treatment. That's what you're arguing. That, that's yeah. exactly what I'm arguing and, and you have to have some sort of answer to that. But one thing that we also have to do is we have to continue. So for every 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 time that they're playing this game in, in the public though, right? Mm -hmm. They're playing it in the public. And one thing that I always got a problem with is is don't get fleeced. If you at the top of the food chain, know what type of battle you in mm -hmm. like PR battles is easy to get into. Guess what? I, I, I thought Busby to be truthful. He got into the battle into the joust, right? And he got in after he left Texas you, in Texas. He was losing in Texas. He was taking L's. Yeah. He didn't get no indictments. People was like, this is nothing. All of a sudden he waited out, sit out a little bit. He started leaking stuff out here. Now he tap dancing. He, well, good old Roger, you got an opportunity to do some things here to get back in and make sure you do the right thing. And, and Zach, really quickly, you know, one thing that I always argue is, and I haven't got a, a quite uh, answer from a lot of people is, if where are the Houston Texans at in yeah. this? I, I don't understand how they can pay thirty people off and not have one word from Roger Goodell even acknowledging that. Yeah, that's a fair question, Garrett. I think that might be down the road. Um, but to, to me, it all goes to part of this, like, who who knew this was coming? Why has the NFL been leaking since June that they wanted this suspension? Like, where hiring the player needed to do the full research, and it just looks like that the Browns didn't. So I think it's a fair question. I think there's holes in this process. I, but unfortunately, the Players Association signed off on this. And to me, the Browns have to know this before they or even beginning to be willing to give up what they gave up to go get Deshaun. Zach, saying saying that Deshaun does get twelve or seventeen games, what what, are, what does the Browns do at quarterback? What do you think the best option is for them? Do they roll with Jacoby or do they look for somebody else? Yeah, I think Jacoby's always been the clear plan A. 
but plan A is out the window in, in that scenario. And I think as I've looked at it and I've been, I've looked at it extensively, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is the one that comes to mind and I can support that. He's played in this offense. He's played in big games. He's not been asked to pull the team and carry the team. He's been asked to distribute the ball, throw off play action, make good decisions, right? Um, his resume in that regard is pretty good. Now, why would the Browns be hesitant? It's that, uh, Jimmy makes a lot of money. Jimmy has an extensive injury history. But outside of this, you start as backups that have a little bit of starting experience, a little bit of pedigree. I mean, those teams need those guys because everybody needs a backup quarterback. You know, realistic options are few. And I think the Browns have always intended for Jacoby Brissett to be the week one quarterback. I think they've always intended to have Jacoby Brissett go and Josh Dobbs to maybe be the backup. But, you know, assuming the announcement is what we all think it is and it comes soon, uh, I think they owe it to the locker room to go after Jimmy Garoppolo. I really do. Well, I, and I, I'll say this, Zach, that the, uh, to your point, the, the game has changed, right? And they're, they're kind of hamstrung now because they're waiting for the league to give a decision on what they were going to do and then uh, as it relates to Watson and how Watson plays it out. So they're kind of caught in this. And I don't, I, don't, I don't blame the Browns. The Browns were playing the rules that were before them. What they did not know that, that Goodell was holding the trump guard and we're playing spades. He's holding it behind his back, right? And he said, I, you didn't know he was going to play it. You didn't think he was going to play it. Well, he like, I am going to play it, right? Because they, if I'm thinking, they think we have a federal judge coming here to, arbor, to, to be arbitrating this, this case, right? It gives the NFL the, the, the basic clear off-ramp. I don't like it, but we collectively bargain this thing. We can all get off together, right? And it doesn't upset the Player Association. It doesn't really upset the owners because you can put it squarely on the arbiter, squarely. And even that wasn't good enough here, right? So now the Browns are, Browns are playing this game. Now we got to decide now, are we going with Brissett? We're going to get out in this market here because we do have a window. We got players. Mm-hmm. Are we going to let them just ride on the back of Brissett? Or are we going to try to get in the game here? This is what it is. And it may cost you another 20 some odd million to get in the game. Yeah, I think they have to do it, guys. I mean, I, I really think we've seen over the last few days of camp some growth from the backup quarterbacks, some progress in terms of completing passes and it looking that way. But when you look at Jacoby Brissett's career, I mean, to think that he, over the course of even seven or eight games, let alone 17, is going to get this offense to where it needs to be. And why was this trade made? Because the quarterback position didn't deliver the way it needed to, right? Why were the Browns in this market to start with? Uh, they had a great running game last year. I think the offensive line certainly wasn't as good in last year as it was in 20, but they've invested in that position. They're bringing back, they feel like, the best defense they've had in decades. So the table is set. But to realistically think that Jacoby Brissett is going to win 12 games, give you a shot to win the division, give you a shot to be hot in January and have that magical month, I don't think that's realistic. And, Brad, you're right. This is It's not just a two-year window, but when you look at what's been constructed here, which players are in their prime, what they've built and where they're trying to continue to build. It's this year and next year where if the Browns are whole, they can say they're a real AFC contender. Yeah. But without Deshaun Watson, to me, they're not even an AFC North contender. Zach, when you look at it um, and say they want to go that route, um, Jimmy, you know, has a, 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 beast, a decent number, a decent salary. Is this going <laughs> to cost them more money, more picks, um, do you think that the uh, 49ers are going to be forced to release him because there isn't a market? 
What's the thought process and the best optimal po possibility for getting Jimmy G? Is it waiting it out to see if the 49ers cut him and then that way we don't have the, the assets and, and the money invested in him if we have to go trade for him? Yeah, you know, without knowing exactly how it goes, Garrett, I think it's favorable for the Browns. I think the Niners know they need to get rid of him by a certain day or they're on the hook for that salary. I think the Niners have very publicly acknowledged that they like Jimmy. They're moving on to Trey Lance. They're allowing Jimmy to do his work in, in their facility and around their team, just not with the team. They're willing to do this. It's only going to cost a third-day pick. Now, it will cost $24 million. There is some thought that either the Niners will pick up a small part of that or that Garoppolo will be playing for a reduced salary. Uh, for the Browns, they could roll that forward into a potential comp pick if Jimmy has a good year and goes and starts and signs a starters-level deal somewhere else. Um, and the other thing, too, guys, the Browns need all this rollover they've created because they're up against it for the cap next year because Watson's cap number is supposed to go from $10 million to $55 million. Right. Well, if he does the, cap to the contract tolls and the cap number is only 10 next year, then all of a sudden they've found that money and they can easily afford Jimmy Garoppolo. I really don't think it would take more than a fifth-round pick. So maybe it's a fifth and a player. Maybe there's some other swaps there. But the Niners want to do this deal, and I, I've always thought all along, even though it's not plan A for the Browns, I thought we might where they're the only real suitor, and it becomes a little like the Carolina uh, Baker Mayfield Browns thing where the teams just get down to the details and say, let's get this done uh, as efficiently as possible. Zach, do you wish that the Browns didn't get rid of Baker Mayfield at this point? That's a great question. I was not a Baker Mayfield fan. Uh, I appreciate the the front office saying we're here to win a Super Bowl and we're not going to do it with this guy. I think it was deeper than that, but um, I think they had other avenues. So I think they did right. And I know when they got on that plane to Houston and they had already said and were willing to go to plan B, plan C, plan D, plan E. Right. And, and maybe here we are on August 10th um, in that. But I truly don't think that the front office has many regrets. I can't say none. We don't know how this is going to work out, at least as it pertains to Baker Mayfield. And I think as they went from talking about this behind the scenes to get sign off and position themselves to maybe do this, I think along the way they were always comfortable with moving on from Baker, despite having guaranteed his contract uh, for this coming season. Do, do you believe looking at the totality of it because I, I you, you just said they they were cool with moving on from Baker they 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 had it built in um for me maybe see how you you kind of pan out on this I think that Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski and Jimmy Haslam I think that they kind of were like okay push come to shove he's gonna be gone for a whole year I think they kind of were like okay Cool. They they had to be they had to me they had to be okay with him not playing a year, um, and it's kind of the same reason why I don't think they're kind of panicking about it because they don't even seem crazy to even go after Jimmy Garoppolo and they I feel like they just like yeah Jacoby Brissett will play this is that this is point A and Deshaun Watson might be going a year. Am I crazy for thinking that? Uh, I don't think you're crazy, Garrett. I, and I think you can totally sell me on there's no panic and there was some sort of resignation or belief that this may happen. But we've been reporting for months that they didn't think it was going to be a year long. The dictation, you know, not, not fully, but the belief was that he would get a suspension, that it would be resolved before training camp, and the suspension would go into October or at the latest November, and Deshaun Watson would be the quarterback of the that that is what I believe. That's what we at the Athletic have believed um, 
for many months. So, and like, I don't think it's a complete disaster if he misses the year. I don't think it prevents the Browns from being an AFC contender a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. But you know, you're talking about this team, this window, the optics, making this guy the face of your franchise, taking on all of this when you should just be getting ready for a season that you've waited for, that you've worked for, that you've earned with your good decisions by developing these players. So I can't sit here and say it's another disaster and the Browns are in flames and they'll never recover from this, right? But to give away this season, and it may not go that way, but it probably, um, you know, there's regrets along the way and there were mistakes made absolutely throughout the process. So I will say, I'll say this, you know, if the Browns are going to make a move on Garoppolo, they got to make a decision here. The other thing, uh, Zach, we just asked you about this. The receivers. I mean, we, we, we down to the crumbs now, right? We down to, that's, I mean, people drop a light fly. Like, like I, I asked him the other day, Zach, I said, y'all got T.O.'s number. Where he at? Is he around somewhere? Brandon Marshall. Got somebody, they doing all these podcasts. Anybody got any juice left in the tank? The Chiefs are going to cut Josh Gordon. Maybe they can bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wouldn't that um, be something? <laughs> um, no, it's not going to happen. But, you know, this was always a concern. Um, and the hope was that Peoples-Jones would take a next step. He might. Uh, that Anthony Schwartz would take a big step. We'll see. Uh, that David Bell would immediately play a role underneath moving the chains. They like David Bell. They didn't want David Bell to miss two weeks training camp because he is a rookie. But part of the reason they picked him is they thought he was savvier than most rookies. They think he can be a Jarvis Landry type player. I'm not making that comparison to Jarvis who blocked and who led and who did all of these things, but a guy who can get open underneath and be productive for you right away. So, you know, frankly, right now there's in judging the quarterbacks at camp, you know, Amari's missed a couple of days. David Bell missed two weeks. Schwartz missed a week and a half. Like they haven't had the guys and that's hard but yes, if you're looking outside of quarterback and a list of strengths for the Browns and a list of concerns for the Browns, it's way on the list of concerns. And if you want to say it's at the top right now on August 10th, uh, I wouldn't argue with that. Zach, we, we appreciate you coming on, dropping some uh, Deshaun Watson stuff on us. Hopefully we can get you back in there. And, uh, and next time we'll come on, we, we didn't hold you to the fire. We was going to ask you who's going to win the division. We'll come back and ask you that when you <laughs> All right, sounds good, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, All right Zach, thank it. you. Zach Jackson of The Athletic, man. Shout out to him. Um, man, uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't sound like he, – he's starting to – part of that group that wants the, uh, Garoppolo. He's, he, oh, the, the Garoppolo train is moving. Oh, really? The train. The really? You know, I've only been I've only been saying it since yeah. the end of. You know what? The first time I said it was watching was Christmas Day watching that Packers game. Right. I was like the first time I was like, I could I think Jimmy G will be would do really well in this offense due to the fact that uh, it's the style of play and what they'll he'll be asked to do similar to the same things he's did in San Fran and our team is just kind of schemed up the same way that San Fran is so mm-hmm. I can see it working but this next topic that's coming up oh it's this, it, it, listen this right up your alley. and we are going to get to it but it started on the internet and if it starts on the internet you know it's brought to you by PCC airfoils are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva 
are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, get full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. So I'm going to set this up for you guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you've been living under a rock, <laughs> you may not have seen what Jamar Chase said yesterday on the Pivot podcast regarding Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, and the rest of the Browns' DB. So, Steve, let's take the quote, and I'll read it to you in the most PG way possible. This is Jamar <laughs> Chase talking to Ryan Clark on the Pivot podcast. He said, quote, It's game time when we see them. It's just on site. That's it. Not just because Cleveland talked the most beep. Denzel Ward did his thing. Same for Greg Newsom. I don't think he elite, but they just talk crazy. So Tyvis said that to the group chat yesterday. A few minutes later, what they say? We saw Greg Newsom respond, and we're gonna pull that up. We got the Newsom tag board forty-eight. It's coming for you. Greg Newsom took a little offense to that because uh, Jamar Chase said he may not be elite. Well, let's take it, Steve. Just the eye emojis. On site is what that's on site. That's what that uh, means. Uh, <laughs> Laugh at it. <laughs> here you See, take I it, time, I need time to break <laughs> down. I, like this is the lingo spicy. <laughs> oh, this is spicy. <laughs> this is what I'm talking. This had me up. Oh, I was excited. I'm talking about last night. I went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, right. Look, it, it put me back in that mode. Hype. Listen, <laughs> you get that. Listen, the receivers get to chirping like that. Jamar Chase had an unbelievable season as a rookie last year. And to get called out like that by DV, it's time. You gotta let them hang sometimes. You gotta, you gotta. It's time. You gonna be successful in this NFL league. You gotta let them hang. So that's what my boy Sherb told me. You gotta let them hang sometimes. And the CG knew respond the way he did, and we didn't even get Denzel's response on his Instagram. But Denzel basically. Sure. Laughed it off and said it's whatever. Like, Den what's, what's up? So Denzel said I'm rich. Denzel, Denzel, like, what's up? Money. Like, you ain't gonna be talking about us like that. It's going down. So that Halloween game just became a must-see TV. Well, well, this is what I like. We get back to Cincinnati, Cleveland. Yeah, this is. pull up that uh, Sam White quote, uh, quote for me. What Sam White said about Cleveland, Cincinnati. And this, we'll get back to get back to my era here. What Jamar Chase said? No, no, no. Sam White's those coach of the big. I'll find it. Yeah, give me yeah. one sec. So, but I will tell you this though, right? And I uh, here, don't get me wrong. I like Jamar Chase. Oh, I do too. I love his little dance, right? That's uh, slick. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. He's skilled. But I tell you what, you know, he's from down the Bayou area. Well, guess what? You didn't got it lit up here. You come up here. We're gonna get you some gumbo. Yes, we are. <laughs> but it's gonna have it ain't gonna have no crawfish in it. It's gonna have some Lake Erie perch. We'll be right here waiting for you. Wait right here for you. So you thing, can be a little greedy. The, <laughs> the, the thing that got me most excited about it though is showing that this they like they young, but they like feisty. Like they with it. Like they with the stuff. And no. that's what you need out of your defense. Like it don't matter who it is. Yeah, we respect what you did last season, but that don't mean nothing. And to be able to talk trash like yeah. that, you got to back it up on game. Yeah, so we're going to see the absolute best play out of everybody, out of Jamar, G. New, and Denzel, because you to put it out there for the world to see, and you got to show up and show out now. And I, I look at it like this. You, you take a look at the Bengals and right. <clears throat> for all that they, they've done, right? They, they got to the playoffs last year, had a crazy run through the playoffs. They got to the Super Bowl. They was close in that game. Um, Jamar Chase had tremendous year. They got probably the best receivers almost in the AFC as far as T. Higgins, him, and Tyler Boyd. Mm -hmm. I'll say this. Every time they play the Browns, they get smoked. 
it, they don't play well. And Jamar Chase dropped a lot of balls in that game. And he fumbled, dropked a few. And yeah, and fumbled. Uh, Denzel Ward had a pick six in that game. And then, you know, they lost the last game of the year. Granted, they already had everything locked up, and they, he wasn't playing. He got right. the record. But but go back to the prior to that. Joe Burrow doesn't traditionally play that well mm -hmm. against the Cleveland Browns. And I think you you mentioned one thing that I like to see it get back to. I like to see it get back to in the 80s. There was a time period where, where the Bengals and the Browns were yeah, two yeah. Yeah. premier type organization, premier quarterbacks was winning, putting points on the board. And so often we see the Steelers and the Ravens mentioned in that top echelon, and it, that's the first place they go. Now we start to see the rivalry come back because actually you got the Bengals that are doing well, yeah. and now the Browns are doing well. So that's what I like. Well, to the, see. Other, the other thing I saw in this, in this whole uh, back and forth was this. You just came out the Super Bowl. Why are you worried about little old Cleveland? Cleveland ain't been on nobody you know radar. Why? You know why? Exactly why. You know because, why? Because <laughs> it's on and popping now. It's on and popping. He know he didn't play well. He got, he got <laughs> something to the, prove. The, the other thing is they know this, Tyvis. Cleveland holding something over here. Yeah. They holding. He something ain't over beat here. him. He been in the league for a year. Like, and lost twice to him. What you got, Big Nuggets? You guys know I'm the numbers guy. I love numbers. I just want to throw some numbers out for you real quick. In his rookie season, Jamar Chase had 81 catches, 1455 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Take it full, Steve. Against the Browns in two games. We threw this up a second ago. 17 targets, eight receptions, and 75 yards in two games. He averaged nearly 100 yards per game. He averaged over 100 yards per game in the 15 games he played against teams not Cleveland. Against Cleveland, 34.5 yards per game. I don't know why he's talking smack about Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. They he, did a pretty damn good yeah, job holding down last he, year. I'm gonna tell you right now because he big money. He, he, he cleaned. No, nah, he, he cleaned it up. He said he said Denzel Ward and Greg New did they thing, but you see, he said he didn't say Denzel wasn't elite. He said G knew he didn't think was elite because he know he know what we do it all. You know what the Buckeyes do, man? I wanted to see that dang that championship game, man. I, See, I like I like the fact. See, I'm not one of them dudes. I ain't never been a dude to hand the ball back to the ref. I don't I don't want none of my receivers like that. If you got a receiver that hand the ball back to the ref, he must not be that nice because he <laughs> he must not think he getting back there or it was luck. Like, no, I need I, and that's that I like a flashy receiver mm -hmm. that can catch the ball now. And, and, and I'm glad I'm glad they did something. And I actually like the fact that the Bengals got Jamar Chase and he did what he did. So we can stop that stupid old adage that I'm gonna draft the offensive tackle every year. Y'all people is fools. <laughs> you fools. You think because you think because somebody is big and you ain't never seen what he do or play, you think that's the safest person in the draft. Why is it always the safest pick in the draft as a tackle? Actually, that's the most risky pick because don't nobody know what people do up front. You just be like, he's big. Mel Kuyper and McShay said it. I'm gonna take Penay Sewell over over Jamar. You fools. Jamar Chase had a, a half of 3,000 yards up in here, and now all of a sudden, you see what people are doing. We got to get us a guy, one of them guys, take the top off. Yeah. Garrett Wilson. They got Garrett Wilson and the lobby. Well, I'm going to say. And if, 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 if Smith and Jigba could have came out, he'd have been a first-round pick. <laughs> Everybody want a receiver now. I'm just saying, though, James Laronitis made a quote back when they took Jamar Chase. He said, as a defense, I've never, ever been scared 
or had the game prep for an offensive tackle. Never. But I have been up nights worrying about how we gonna stop a wide receiver. Yeah. 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 That right there, yeah. when and he him. said that, I said that is profound. And I ain't him. never feared no offensive tackle. And, and when, he, <laughs> when he was, and you, and I love the fact that even Joe Burrow, and this was just goes to show you, he. When you got to do like that, that's why I was so doggone mad all them years. We sat up in here. I, I Odell Beckham Jr. I'm sorry, OBJ. Let me. I know you at home. You, you dealing with your knee, but we wasted you, dog. We <laughs> wasted you. We used you up. We had you running bum routes. You didn't even get no targets. The dude couldn't even get you to rock. I'm sorry. I apologize on the behalf of Cleveland. And if you really want to come back, I know you're going to be back November. We ain't got no receiver still. Look, we still ain't doing it, right? If you want to come on back, let's get together. Hey. Hit me up and come on. Let's do this thing right. Because the, you, I'm sorry you had to see Jamar Chase get the routes you used to get. He used to just throw it up to him. Go get it. Well, you don't. Kevin Stefanski is on record saying he is not opposed to having no Dale come back. Hey man, come on. He, I'll, he start that, I'll start that. I'll start that campaign right that. now. I'll tell you what. I, we, I, I look at it like this. I will say this about Greg Newsom uh, in the in the DBs. Hey, hey, Jamar Chase, you might not even be seeing Greg Newsom like that. You might have AJ Green on you or one of them big corners. They no. got six four <laughs> corners down here now. All of a sudden, <laughs> they got six four outside linebacker corners. They do, they tackle, they do all of that. I don't know. They might for those games. They might do it where they shadow. They might shadow. Denzel check him or G new G new might if G new really want to show that he arrived. He, I'm going to Joe Wood. Hey, G new you watching this show <coughs> Halloween you going to Joe. Wood? Had, I want that assignment. He had wherever a, he at. He had, I'm a, mad. he had a couple don't, of nice hey, breakups. Don't worry about nice nothing breakups. else. We man. We in man all game wherever he go. I go lockdown. That's if you want you want to get that bag. That's how you get that bag right there. We got to touch on one more Browns training camp story before we talk a little first place Guardians. But Jakeem Grant went down with an Achilles injury yesterday. Steve, we can take the tag board. He's officially been placed on injury reserve. The All Pro returner season is done. These are his numbers throughout his career: seven reception touchdowns, six return touchdowns. How big of a loss is this for the Browns, who a are thin at receiver anyway, but b this dude's electric in the return game. Yeah. Maybe the best they've had since Josh Cribbs. Hurt, hurt a lot, bro. That hurt. That hurt, bro. You, you talk, you talk about it. There was a, there was emphasis in the, in the off season of getting that special teams together. They draft Kate York. They go get this young man, Jakeem Grant, and he's a guy that can, he can not only give you stuff with special teams, punt return, kick return. He can also give you something underneath, whether it's going running the jet sweeps or doing things like that with the football. I think you get in space running little quick screens, mm -hmm. bubble tunnel screens. It hurts, but I tell you what, the guy that, that stands to, to get the most from this, and I didn't know that they was going to be able to keep five running backs. It looks like Demetri Felton is on the squad. He didn't punch his ticket. Mm -hmm. Not only the fact that you can play running back, not only the fact that you can play receiver, and the receivers are out right now. Probably so sure. he's he's almost the third receiver right now. Yeah. And, and he's going to get that. Plus, he's going to get some kick return love now, too, on top of that. So it, it's terrible. But like I said, Demetri Felton, one dude up. Come on, we got to get ready to go. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly right there. And I think, you know, it, it was hard. D Dimitri Feldson was the last year to me was probably the coldest returner that never got any return. None. Like you could tell when he got the ball, he, he had moves 
but the return team was so bad <laughs> that he had to dang near dodge 11 people. So you never really got a that's, chance. That's I, why, I, that's I why think, my eyebrows are raised. Like, yeah, what happened? I think, I think, <laughs> man, like, what, I what think they, they really, because last year, we don't even talk about this. The special teams last year for the Browns was horrible. Trash. Like, it had to be amongst one of the worst special teams in the league last year. And they really put an emphasis on that. They do. I think Felton is electric enough to make some returns happen. They have to do a better job of getting some punt return protection and they have to do better blocking on kick return. I hate KOR. Everybody in the NFL hates KOR, but you got to do it. If you got a guy that you truly, but no, seriously, no, if you got to because I know he was on all hey, the special listen, teams. First, everyone, I, how about this? Front line center. So I had the, the fourth string running back and the linebacker that ain't playing. That's who I had to block. So I hated it. The best thing I seen was the returners do this right here because it means that they weren't right? returning. Yeah, but, yeah, the the thing, but what I will say, you had a grunt work. Man, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, give me that. They, they like you six, you six three two thirteen. Oh, you good? You can handle that. Oh yeah, you so, But the thing that will that the thing that inspires a kickoff return and a punt return team is if you got a guy back there that can take it to the house yeah. that you know can take it to the oh I'm gonna block a little bit harder for sure because I want to be a guy that that say I'm the I'm the block that sprung you free so. Felton, you got to show it in practice. Maybe get in that preseason game, get wiggly a couple of times, show everybody you can take it to the house. One time is all it takes to one have time. people believe. One time. So go back to my go back to my question. Remember before when I said it was drop a life fly? Yeah. What the hell is going on in the practice? Right? <laughs> I mean, what what is going on? He's here? not getting hit. I like what is going on here? What are we doing in the practice? Here? He just he Grant got he was doing a one on one route and they threw him a back shoulder fade. And let me let me ask the ball and he went down. What are the receivers doing in practice? Because oh, they seem to be the only ones falling down like well, flies. Achilles is something that's yeah, yeah, I, that's that's a, that's a freak accident. That, that's you, why that ain't really no. I, I, I tore I half tore my Achilles heel and I just remember like some told me and I wasn't even doing that. I was just getting out of the shower. They, some, I was just sitting there thinking about it. Hey, you know Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles heel. Sure These did. are world-class athletes. Shot two Dom free throws. Dom Dominique Wilkins yeah, tore his. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking like, I ain't never playing nothing again. I ain't yeah. never hooping. I ain't never running wow. fast. But you know, it, it's nope. just not the Achilles. You got hamstrings. You got a, you got a, a bunch of. It's just a abundance of injuries yes. happening here. So again, I, I, I always feel like knees. This, when we're going back, we're ramping people. Up, right mm -hmm. slowly right and some people depending on who you are you get to sit it out I don't care if you're young or not we got to bring you back but we dropping like flies here and I'm like we this thing we getting closer here I, I, and, and here's a, here's the thing and here's the <laughs> thing I think about that. no for real I, I'm serious <laughs> I'm, I'm, I look at it like this and, and I ain't trying to be no ring no alarm here's the problem we didn't already say Jacoby Brissett has some limitations. We've yeah. already admitted that. We 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 clear they about they that. Make it worse. Now, how is it that you you gonna put him out there if it's third and seven and it's a and it's a Jacoby Brissett slant to Anthony Schwartz? Do you have any belief? I got about a fifty-two percent chance in my mind that's going to either be completed. Anthony Schwartz, he got to run the right route. He got to get off. He got to get off press coverage. He didn't got depends it. on where he's lined up. Thank you. Thank where, you. Where is he lined who, who up? Was at? You, who was your boy in practice that they couldn't get off press coverage? Oh, they, 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 they Donovan People Jones <laughs> couldn't get off press coverage. He's a big body. Tell the story. What happened? Man, this dude came up out of here. He was looking like who was, who was on him? Man, I don't even know who was on him. That was a problem because I was I splash shadow with him <laughs> because he was the only receiver out there. Cooper was gone. He got out this break. He looked like Scooby Doo. 
<laughs> in one spot. He's a big body though. And and, but happened? it's a out. And All then, it is is a speed out. So he couldn't get off the he couldn't Could, get off the line. He was getting locked up. They was wax on, wax off. I'm like, bro. He's up in you. They said, hey, man. They you, put him to the side. Put him, put him to the side. Coach said, hey, bro. Hey, man. Get out the game. Come on. Let me talk to you. <laughs> Come here. Let me holler at you for That is not. First of all, you, why, why your steps off the line? He had 18 false steps. <laughs> he was all up underneath his body. Then he got rerouted. He ran. He, I mean, it looked like he ran a dig and then tried to run it out. I'm like, bro, if that timing is already gone, that ball is already thrown. You know, you know that's the timing. Did they scream? Would you say the coach scream? Oh no, he he just hit him like this. He just get he out already, of practice. He already knew what it was. He grabbed him by the helmet. Come here, let me tell you something. <laughs> whispered, whispered in his helmet. Let me tell you something. You you terrible right now. Oh no, you kind of trash. This DPJ is what third year in the league. He yeah. should be. That's 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 the problem. He's a number one receiver in high school, bro. I mean, listen, he's a, a big problem. body receiver. Yeah. So Did he, he do anything against y'all? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, against Michigan, <laughs> Michigan it. State. I, I don't never I, remember. I, I, I don't remember. Highly doubt it. They just win, <laughs> so they highly doubt it. Want his career numbers, G. Bush? Huh? Yeah. Oh, wait, you talking about his college numbers? I'll get his college in a sec. Yeah. But this is his pro numbers. Let's this see. is his third year in the league. Okay. Through two years, he's been targeted seventy-eight times. Okay. Has forty-eight receptions, nine hundred and one yards, and five touchdowns. He's been no, very average. Here, no, let's not discredit him fully. I ain't he, gonna kill he has showed us some flashes and he showed us some. Well, and that's the too, thing, right? So, that's, that's but this all is this. Been. Is, but you 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 are now at a point in your career. This is this is a make or breaker. We gotta right? have. So it. this is year three. Right. He didn't go first round. So next year, be, next year is his contract year. But they say he gotta show in something. sports. They say your third year is probably your making. That's your year of determination. No, they say your unless you came out like you're eighteen year old, seventy year old. If you came out of college after, after well, they say the, time. the biggest growth you're supposed to take is year one to year two, and I mean he showed flashes. It's just a, a consistent basis. He well, we beyond flashes now because we got well, a lot of riders. Well, he ain't got no. He has to be that I, guy. I, I mean, because to, to me, if you look at from top down to top, but like you just look at the, you got Amari Cooper, and then they got that and just chilled. I'm cool. We got all the rest of these, and you if you got it to me. I look at Schwartz, and to me, he's the biggest question mark because I just he's fast, but sometimes I don't see it. You know, Tyvis would I don't I don't he don't play that fast. You know how somebody Oh yeah, he's four three, but he played like he four seven. Yeah, like and why and why is that? Like why can you get some receivers that when they thinking run straight paralysis by analysis. You're too busy thinking about what you're gonna do. Is he is, is he a natural wide receiver? He's he a ran track a lot. So, first. so okay, see that, and that, so he's still trying to learn some he, stuff. He played with the, in the Gus Miles on playbook. <laughs> that Gus Miles on playbook is 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 a lot of this. <laughs> well, if he if that's if he doesn't any player that doesn't, I don't want to see that. That ain't you can't you can't be a first round pick doing this. The whole he ball. wasn't a first round pick, but any player that doesn't play fast is usually thinking about something. And I remember remember when. We was well, I sent the clip about a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and I said G New should be all over this route by DPJ because yeah, yeah. he clearly counting his steps. Yeah. It's just kind of like it's new to them, or it's like they, <sighs> like at this point you should know it's boom 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 bam. So, it should be quick. So, so like okay, I, I kind of compare it to this, and you, you you tell me like there's a lot there's a difference between like say say somebody is like okay, playing in space is different. 
Yeah. If you if you uh somebody's like you a defensive end, okay, just drop over there. Whoa, whoa, I don't have no landmarks. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have depth perception. Mm -hmm. He's like, but your landmark is is, is right outside the hash mark. Mm -hmm. and it's ten to twelve, ten, ten to twelve yards outside the hash and mark. And you like, whoa, 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 I have no, I have no frame of reference for that. <laughs> like, and they're like, you got to get depth, son. Get some depth. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean, get deep? Like, <laughs> like pause. <laughs> Okay, like Paul, I, I, like what you mean, coach? And, and that's the thing. Like, if you're a defensive back and you playing, y'all run so many coverages, you just know where to run on the cover three. You just know. You, I'm just. You, gonna, you should know where your help is, you know, especially in cover three. Right. Like I'm not. If this is something short, I got a buzzer that's coming out. If he running the inside route, I need to stay over top because the hookers is coming. He should run right into the hooker. Like it's it's a lot of spots that you like. I should know when to pick and choose. But that route in particular, he ran a, a bang eight, which anybody don't know what a bang eight is. It's when they the receiver reduces his split. He comes at you on an outside angle and about a seven step. He cuts it in and a quarterback is taught to. They taught to do this play action in front. Get that linebacker step on boom. Throw the ball right behind his head. That's the bang eight. And if I'm G new and I'm looking at it, first of all, on the reduced split, I'm he's not going deep. If you're going off of tendencies, this is I'm giving y'all some some classified stuff. If, if it's a reduced split, the receivers nine times out of 10 not going deep. I'm sitting on the out or the or the inward breaking route. In this case, it's the bang eight and I'm driving and I'm making that play, but he was kind of delayed and he let him catch it and I was just Frustrating. McNuggets, you, have you ever caught a bang eight? I have not caught. I played football one year in my life. I played left tackle. I got destroyed. Every <laughs> <day>. <laughs> oh. I was like four oh. two thirty eight pounds. Oh. Second grade. You didn't gave up second all kind. You gave up a career. No, what? <laughs> we got a lot to get to before we end up. We'll, I'll tell the story tomorrow. My football all right, come on. I got your DPJ stats versus Ohio State. Right. Ten catches in two games, one hundred twenty nine yards, and a touchdown. So he was. Decent against Ohio State, but nothing spectacular. Okay. Speaking of spectacular, how about those Guardians? Ha! Oh. Somehow, somewhat, oh. in the most improbable fashion of all time, the Cleveland Guardians, with less than 60 games to play, are Come tied for first place in the AL Central. Come on, talk about it now. How? What you mean, how? You know where they from? This is we, listen, put the camera on me. Yeah, get the put, camera put on Put the here. camera on me, man. It's the thing, thing about being in Cleveland and being from Cleveland. One thing we know how to do... Look, this is funny. One thing we know how to do this is we know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents, all right? If you, you give us something to say, listen, we got, you got to make something happen. They're going to find a way to make it happen. The Guardians, yeah, you can't name the starting lineup. Nobody can. But the thing uh, is, they got an opportunity okay, and they see something. They're going to make this city believe. And that's what's going on right now with the Guardians. It's just overcoming adversity is what I see. If you don't know what was going on right now. Oh, you don't know what's going on? <laughs> Mike, Mike Polk oh. came up with something. We've, we've done some research, and Mike Polk came up with the research that said our numbers dip on the streams and viewership when we talk about the Guardians. So what we're going to do to make sure everything stays up is we're going to put at the bottom of your screen in the lower third. I forgot about it. In the lower third. What is this? We're going to put up Deshaun Watson numbers and statistics for you just to keep you in, 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 in thrall. It's a very in interesting stats yeah, down it's, there. It's, it's about his life. Stupid. It's about his everything. So so we do got Deshaun Watson coverage at the bottom. This this fulfills two things. Guardians and we get that viewership for the Watson people. Stupid. Shout out to Mike. Uh, Mike Paul's a genius, man. He's a genius for this. He's really Mike a genius. Paul's a genius. You know? It's beautiful. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what are you saying, Thomas? I'm like, what, what you, you got? What you got? <laughs> oh, oh. 
<laughs> I was basically saying, man, they from Cleveland and they adopted the mentality from Cleveland. If you're from Cleveland, you know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents because we ain't ain't nothing in this city given. Everything is earned. And they just taking that mantra and they making it happen. Right now, they got a chance to punch their ticket to them playoffs and make this city believe. And I think they're doing a great job of taking advantage of that. They're going against the Tigers. They should be able to outright have first place. Uh, I mean, I, like I say, the lineup is hey, shaky because we don't know who it is, what, but Brad, they what, figure what, it out. What a good thing is here, and and, and they show us some fight. And, Wait, and, the city got to be behind and, that. And, and Thomas is correct. He and I were, I think, the only two on the set that were talking about when Bull was like, and Bull Bull wanted to make a move. We were like, nah, let's not make a move. I said sometimes you have to trust that the management organization know may know a little bit more than you do because they're seeing these these players not every day but they've been watching them since mm-hmm. they've been 16 17 years old a lot of them Man. so i i wanted to look at g over here like uh let me just tell you so <laughs> the, the good thing is here i think mikey and i think in a week or two we're having neil uh neil weiss from the uh vice president of the, of the guardians on set so he's going to talk about the uh the uh, cleveland uh progressive field renovation but also talk about the strategy with the Cleveland Indians, because I had a conversation with him the other day. He was like, listen, let me tell you, we're playing a game here along. We see something. We know mm-hmm. when we think that this is going to peak, mm-hmm. right? Irrespective of where we are right now in the moment, some people want us to move right now. We have a, we have a plan in place. And mm-hmm. so we, I, I want to hear that. And I want everybody to hear that. <laughs> I know that people like G and, and Bull want them to jump off the cliff right now. I like I said, I, I, I pointed to this yesterday. San Diego jumps off the thing and grabs Soto. I don't think they won a game since Soto been there. Have they, Mikey? Steve, put the I think they won one. I think they like one. Steve, six. roll them facts again. It's, a, yeah. it's one in there. Particular and, here, I hold know. on. Before you run those, Steve, <laughs> I'm not going to let you discredit the Guardians with, with the Deshaun Watson facts at the bottom. No, it's a good fact. Did you know his real name was Derek? Listen, we talk about the I had no we idea. We know the first place Guardians. I would have never known. I'm talking about it. I, I would never would have known that right his now. first name was Derek if I hadn't seen this. This is this is some good information. This is what happens. This is what happens when you don't got no name brand recognition. They do you like this. They put stuff at the bottom of your screens. At the end of the day, it, listen, the Guardians, I'll tell you what, the Guardians, y'all are cool, right? So, but you but you gotta at least do something like this. You see the difference between let me show, down, show Steve. Them you see, you see, you see the difference between these guys right here? You see the, 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 these guys in the Guardians? Because they're going for they going for they're going for number two in town. We already know they're going for number two in town. The thing that 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 these guys do, they're great at marketing. They got they roll Darius Garland out there. Mm-hmm. They roll new uniforms out there. Listen, the Guardians. There's a lot of things that they could be doing to get people more excited than they do. What they got to do with them in first place? Uh, be, because what you mean? <laughs> Listen, what you mean? They in first place, but the pay, people ain't even caught on. That don't matter. Yes, it do. No, at the end of the day, it's a business. At the end of the day, no, 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 they want They want to I'm like a tennis match. Hold on, wait a minute. Because at the end of the day, G, you've been in the locker room. It's not about the fan. It's about you and me and everybody on this team. We owe it to each other to do this. I don't care if it's zero fans in the stands. I'm so, about to still play my heart out for you. Nah, for sure. He don't, in that case, that's a fact. In that case, Tybus would have went to Toledo. I, I hear, hear, what you mean? Hear, hear. You went to Ohio State because well, there's 120 I, I, in the, in the stands. I agree with you in principle. No, here, here. Let me tell you something. I agree with you in principle, but I will tell you. 
When I was in Chicago Stadium, it was sold out every night. Every night. When I got to Seattle, they had 5,000 people. people like, what the hell? Hey, Chicago. But when, they, when that ball got tipped off, what oh, matter? Man, the no. energy. No. The energy. BYOB. BYOJ. Bring your own juice. It's just not the energy. It's. Who Listen, who when they, wait a minute. When Baker they, Mayfield looked like one of the best quarterbacks in 2020. When, with they no turn, fans. when they turn them lights off and be like, do, 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 but Roundstone Insurance, yep. <laughs> Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money up to 20%. 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get oh, great health care right benefits here. that your employees there will love there and save right. some money, too. Right Who doesn't like saving some money? I know yeah. I do. There okay. we go. This is a nice this. top five right here. We This spawned from yesterday's conversation. Monday. I'm ready. Okay. Monday. Yeah, so G. Bush brought up on Monday after we did the mustard investigation. Mustard got sent down to AAA after mm-hmm. going 0 for 50 in the races. And we started <laughs> talking about, which is crazy, by the 0 for 50. It's a bit. I'm not sure if it started as a bit, but it's one of the Indians, or the Guardians, excuse me, best bits they've done in a while. So this is the five best toppings for a hot dog. Before we start, did a lot of research on this. There's not a lot of toppings for hot dogs that are common. So these are all common toppings, not like the crazy kimchi Blast burger in the black dog. community, there's so, a lot of kinds. The one, the, the glizzy so, with the with the cereal. Let's see what we got. Let's see number five. <laughs> chopped onions. Not a huge fan, but it was better than sauerkraut. I don't. There's only six I could really find. I don't chopped like onions. onions. Chopped eat. onions is cool. I don't eat onions, so I don't do dogs. But keep coming. Whoa! <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, no. You don't. You only. What, I you just had one dog? a couple of days. Not ago. even all beef. Mm. <laughs> not even turkey. Dang, dog. I do bratwurst. You do bratwurst? Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. here we go. We'll keep no it moving. Dog. I don't know dog. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, relish. I ain't it, doing it, no it's relish. It's hit or miss if it's a great relish, maybe, but just not. I it's not my I, some ain't nobody doing Some no people's relish should be too pickly. <laughs> some people's relish be too sweet. I'm cool on that. I'm cool on that. I'm cool on that. What you think? Yeah, I can't do no relish. I ain't doing no relish. That, 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 oh. Onions or relish? Nope. So far, it's 0 for 2. All right, go to number uh, well, 3. Well, Vmix kicked us out for a sec, so we're going to have to go oh, okay. off, off the cuff here. Oh, man. What's off the cuff? Number 3, ketchup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a classic. Fine. Everybody sure. got to do that. That's actually pretty much number 1, bro. My no, name, it ain't. My li- my it's definitely not number 1. It ain't number 1. Number 1 is, 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 is the two-word thing for me, but go ahead. All right, we're still out of Vmix, so we'll go off the cuff. Number 2, mustard. Yeah, okay. Is yellow is it brown? That's why I like spicy mustard personally. All right. But just stadium mustard though. That that's what that better be number one. No, state no, stadium mustard, spicy mustard. It's the same thing. It's not the same. It's, yeah. it's in there. No, number one, and we're still at a VMix, so the graphics don't matter. Luckily we're on a nice generic topic bar. Yeah. Yeah. Chili. Man. Now, now hold on. Let me get let me let Man. me let, let, hold on. All right. <laughs> now now listen. <laughs> I ain't got no problem with it, but that's not number one. What's the what's the what's the number one what's the number one thing in a hot dog that you got at any black party? Barbecue sauce. <laughs> nope. Uh, a Polish boy? No, nah, you listen. I don't know the answer to that. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> at every little kid party, it'd be sloppy Joe's. 
at yeah. every yeah. party. Does it? Yes. Uh, See, he from Warrensville. I, I need to move out Sloppy Joe's <laughs> is fire. What you about to say? <laughs> I need to move out to Warrensville. <laughs> Sloppy. Shoot, he ain't yeah, no sloppy joes. Nah, nah, hey, I forgot. Nah, nah. Hey, I don't have a problem with a chili cheese dog, but that's not something I gotta have. Like, if I get a hot dog, the, the number one thing I want is is spicy mustard. Skyline chili. You ever had Skyline? Yeah, Skyline. It's good. okay. Skyline. Skyline, skyline good. good. It's it, all I like right. it. Me. Yeah, yeah. Cheese on it. No cheese. Skyline right there in, uh, on cheese. 77 in Canton. Yep. Yeah, I know you're fucked. Skyline. <laughs> little sprinkled cheese. Yeah, yeah. I got them you. little mini joints. Yeah, we good. Now, now I, I will take a bratwurst over a, a hot dog. Though. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a Polish boy over all of that. I'll yeah. eat that too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's all right. it. That's all good. Right. All right. We're good. All right, Ming. We got, we got final take because we can't do anything else. Right, oh, final yeah, because you no good, bad, bad, bad. We got no graphics. Oh, it's all right. We'll go to final no oh, graphics. Time is, oh, what, what, uh, what? Nope. We ain't got, got no graphics, bro. Yes. I oh, get your money off. I ain't used to this. Get your money off. I ain't used to this. All right. You my, got extra time. Get your my, money off. My fire. This is serious. My final take today is to go out to all undrafted and low round picks. You know, the preseason game is coming up here in two days, and I actually was a I went undrafted to Seattle and I know exactly how a lot of you undrafted people are feeling You're feeling like you know I'm better than this. I feel disrespected. You know, you feel like you got overlooked You know, you feel like sometimes it's like a ticking time bomb when you get in that game man First of all realize one thing you made it to the NFL You know whether it's, it didn't go the way that you plan You know, I always had the plans of going up there holding the jersey being the number one first round pick It didn't go that way but I was grateful for the fact that I had an opportunity and I was going to let the world know that I belonged on this stage. And when you get out there on Friday, just remember that it's still the same game that you played when you was a kid. It's a lot more at stake, though. So when you go out there, if you undrafted or a low round pick, the number one thing you need to worry about is special teams. Make your mark on special teams. I went out there in my first special, my first game. I darn near down the punt on the one. Had a had a crackback block on punt return and made a tackle on kickoff return. Got got my chance to finally go in on defense. And what did I do? Got a pick. So make sure when you get that chance and your moment is your number and your time to shine, you don't disappoint. You was made for this moment. You're there for a reason. Show them why you belong to stay in the NFL. Okay. Excellent. Good job. Appreciate that. All right, let me let me get my money. It's from off. OG. Oh, OG, <laughs> let me get my money off you. All right, so let me let me let me talk to you about this, right? The long game. You've heard us talk all day, railing about player association, players, leadership, and everything else, right? I don't care what organization you belong to. I don't care if it's the postal union. I don't care if it's the pipe fitters union. I don't care for what what union it is or what uh, relationship you have. You owe a duty not only to yourself, but the other members of the organization you belong to, to be at least invested in the outcome and the results. You don't get to take a pass and say, well, I got mine. I'm good, right? Because what happens is ultimately, somewhere along the line, it comes back to bite the group. If you're a member of the group, you gotta be a member of the group. You have to read all the fine print, right? And then you have to understand the bigger game that's being played here. And so I don't care what organization you are and what union you are. Um, leadership matters. It really does matter. 
It matters from the standpoint that you put people in place that you feel like can represent your interests to the fullest. You may not be a person that personally wants to take on that charge and, and do the day to day, but you have to find somebody that wants to do it. And typically, some of your better employees, better members have to take a position. It's a responsibility of the group that you have to commit to it. You don't have to do it for life, but you have to do your turn at it. And so what happens is when they can uh, not assume the position of, of, of the leadership role, somehow things miraculously seem to get by people. I am still flabbergasted that this little clause and this union agreement got by the group. And if it did not get by the group, those that saw it, shameful for those that didn't rail at the end. Because there was a vote taken. There was a vote taken, and they could have put the kibosh on it right there. Right there. But the problem is, Holly, what happens is what they typically do, they throw a few kibbles and bits to, to a few people, gave you a couple more shekels, and everybody else was like, good. And you know what they said when it happened? That's this little card in my back pocket. I don't know if I'm going to need to play it, but if I do, it's an insurance marker. So that's why I say, no matter what organization you are, what, where your workplace, if you're in a union or in a group that is supposed to advocate for the other people, pay attention to the rules. Pay attention to the players. Hold your people accountable, because if they don't get it done, there's a recourse. I'm very interested to see the recourse, what happens to the FLPA here at the end. Because the entire kit and caboodle should be wiped out at the end, right? And again, I'll tell you this, and I'll just say it as I close. It's shameful that we haven't heard a peep from the NFLPA. It's shameful. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I would probably waste my time, you know, trying to be funny or doing something else, but there's topics that you got to get to and they mean something. Um, I've always noticed this question. I've asked a lot of people this question, and I want to... I don't ask any questions just to ask them. I do it to set up what my premise is. And I've given you this premise since the beginning of the day, since the beginning of the month, since the beginning of the year. I've done videos on them. Some of them have gotten over almost 60,000 views, 30,000 views, 40,000 views. I thank you people all. One, one central theme that I have is the level of accountability. And it's not just a sham at the NFL level, it's a sham at the media level, at the national and the local level. You see, there's too often, there's gatekeepers in the game. You ever wonder how you get to be a reporter? You ever wonder how you just get to have a television or radio show? It's kind of odd. You, know, you don't never, really never have to know anybody or you don't know how to get there. That's why when you have so many different people that start on YouTube and do blogs, those people are needful because they give you the information that reporters and the media today refuse to take and speak truth to power. Ask yourself this question. As we go through the Deshaun Watson case, I've said it to multiple reporters. I've asked lawyers. I've asked everybody that we're willing to wait. Why? Where are the Houston Texans? And usually you get what we get, what we call clever misdirection. Well, you know, that is a thing we'll worry about later on down the line. No, 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 no. Why can't nobody answer that question? See, they're, they're not doing that for themselves. They're, they're saying to you and, and echoing 
the sentiment and, and, and the arrogance of the league. Now, 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 child, sit sit here. <laughs> sit sit here. We'll, let, let us take care of it. That's not what you're supposed to be asking. And the reason this happens and it goes on is because everybody thinks this game is a, is a position. See, players have games where you go from high school to college to pros. Well, see, this is the way it works in the media. You go from local to national to, oh, my goodness, I'm syndicated. And if you think you can get from local to national to syndicated without the stamp and approval of the major organizations and the players like the NFL, you're crazy, right? So when Jay hit me up today and he said, G. Bush, man, I'm telling you from my perspective, I thought it was powerful. I thought it was moving because he telling you behind the scenes, y'all don't stand a chance. Fox, ESPN, MSNBC, CNN, wherever you want to go. Guess what? They are major, major businesses that are beholden to politicians, big name companies, and not the least to say the NFL. So at the end of the day, it's not the national people you should worry about. It's your local people. Local people, ask the right questions. Don't ask the Cleveland Browns about Deshaun Watson 45 times. You know good and well what the answer is. They're not going to tell you anything. That is not doing your job. That's being hard-headed and being stubborn. At the end of the day, let's figure out the way we can speak truth to power and start having the opportunity to get the real message out, asking the real questions. And then maybe, maybe just one day, we can all have just a sliver of what we call justice. Well said. Man, that's right on point. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Hey, man. We just... keep it real here. We keep it 100. You're going to get real takes. Hey, With the NAACP in the building, we give you real <laughs> final takes. We give we give you all Jet Magazine. What's your stage all name? All source. Hey, 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 Black Suede. <laughs> G. Bush, a.k.a. Black Suede. A.K.A. Diabolique Massenberg. <laughs> new new album coming out too. <laughs> Mixtape coming out. I feel like we're six. <laughs> McNuggets, man. What we got hey, tomorrow? what we got tomorrow, bro? We got an all UCSS show. Jason Lloyd Oop. back in the house. Mike Polk in the house. Oh, Jay joining us. So it's gonna oh. be a, a full show here. Hey. Maybe a guest, maybe a surprise guest. Don't you don't you play that clip anymore with Watson's facts no more. <laughs> <laughs> that boy came around the, the bottom. People loved it. We can take back, man. Listen, man. We, hey, by the way, by the way, shout out to everybody. I'm gonna say this. This is the best part about this show. Matter of fact, hit that subscribe and like button. We the hottest thing on the internet. <laughs> there we you the go. hottest thing in the streets. There you go. Keep that Deshaun Watson and that stuff coming. And by the way, some good facts on there, man. Every single time we rotate the panel. This show just has another undertone in yeah. it, don't it? Yeah, it it's like a fine wine or brandy. You, yeah. Every time you sw- you swivel it up, you be like, "Man, that's some good, <laughs> that's some good hooch right there." Isn't it? <laughs> it always comes up. And we hey. got to give one uh, G. Bush. Hmm? I think I can say this on air. Smartass official, the YouTube commenter who's always in our show. It's a birthday today, so. Oh, smartass official. Hey, happy birthday. Um, congratulations. Thank you so much for watching and being a part of it. And our chat is lit. I, sometimes I check in under there and they just be talking about stuff. They don't even pay attention to the show. They be in there meeting and greeting. Uh, hey, do uh, your uh, thing. I, they do. Though. I was in there on Monday. <laughs> and I was looking like, oh, look, I ain't never got a 
chance to see it. I and, love y'all though. And I know the answer right now. We are in a 22 hour break. Look at that. I got that right. 22 hours. <laughs> good, good math. Math. Good math. That's my boy. Man, listen. Woo.